High Five Gear is a proud sponsor of Above180.com. H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Show your individuality and have your jersey tell your story. Online, you can order at www.high5gear.com today. Don't let fashion pass you by. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Thank you to all of our supporters and our fans. We appreciate it. Bowling this month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at bowlingthismonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. Hi, this is Parker Bona III, and you are listening to the Above180.com podcast with Tim Berg. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Joining me in the Above180.com podcast is Bo Gergen. Bo is the executive director for the Bowling Centers Association of Michigan. Bo, it's Tim Berg here. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Tim. All right, Bo. Well, they're in Michigan as uh, as things continue to open in some places regarding the coronavirus pandemic. Michigan is one of the states where that is not the case. And, Bo, you guys held a rally. The proprietors there in Michigan held a rally earlier this week. So why don't you tell everyone about that rally you guys had? And then ultimately, did it get people's attention? And are you guys starting to see any progress? So, yeah, Tim, uh, we finally had our rally at the Capitol yesterday, as a matter of fact. Uh, we had probably 250, 300 uh, folks show up, probably 140, 160 uh, bowling centers represented, uh, sending our messaging uh, to the administration uh, that we can open up safely. Uh, so we try to make it very careful to be a rally, not a protest, uh, and stay away from the politics side of this pandemic and really focus on all the things that we can do uh, to open safely, not only for our employees, but for our customers. So, but it, Bo, what are they saying there in Michigan? Where does bowling fit mm-hmm. on the scale of hierarchy when it comes to reopening and at what percentages? Where where are you guys? I wish I knew. No one knows. Uh, we, we're just not even uh, on the blimp, on the radar. And that's been the most frustrating part. We don't know. There's been no communication from the administration uh, of where we're at other than just closed. Um, and we don't have any information from the administration what it's going to take, what it's going to look like to even open up our facilities. So that's been our biggest frustration. We were good citizens when all this started. Uh, we understood that there was a, 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 an issue out there with the virus. We closed our doors. We were told it would only be a few weeks. Uh, and then uh, even into June, in, in our part of the world, It's a little different where you live because when it's hot, people go inside. But when it's hot, people go outside. Nobody wants to go inside the bowl. 
So our summer months are quite quiet. And it didn't seem to be too big of an issue if we went ahead and closed for a little bit. Well, that time just kept going and ticking and ticking. And here we are. When July 15th hit, panic started to hit with our proprietors. And here we are, August 13th. And still not one verbal comment from the administration of where we're at, what it's going to take to open up, answering any of our messaging that we sent to them since April 28th, uh, respond to our pro preparedness plan, our protocols. We feel we're ready to go. 45 states have bowling. Uh, what is it? What's so different about Michigan and the virus than any other state, especially those that are uh, connected to Michigan? So you guys also then you filed suit against the, the state and the governor there. Has there been any response regarding that suit? And have is that maybe has people talking at least with you guys and the proprietors there to get that plan that you guys have put forth maybe looked at and on, uh, get people's attention at least? Well, there's certainly been a lot of press uh, once the suit was filed. So I've probably done a dozen interviews for TV stations, uh, radio stations, uh, newspapers, um, just in the last three days. Uh, so I, I did a, a Zoom this morning that was aired on, I believe, three or four different stations in the metro Detroit area. So I hope I don't I'm not familiar with it. I, I live two hours north of Detroit, uh, so I don't know if they get much of a, a attendance. But again, they're, they've all been very good asking questions, and we've had the opportunity of the platform to be able to communicate what our message is, how we can reopen safely, uh, because all the messaging that's been going on with mainstream media with the uh, doom and gloom of anybody going inside in, in close proximity with anybody that, you know, it's so deadly that everybody's going to keel over and die. And, and, and so we got to fight that messaging as we move forward. And when we do get to open up, our challenge is going to be consumer confidence coming back into our facilities. So what places in Michigan are open that people can do that would maybe be, I mean, somewhat comparable in, in at least size in some ways to a bowling center? I mean, are you guys <clears throat> able to, what can you do and what can't you do yet in Michigan? Well, I'm sure it's pretty safe everywhere else, but uh, the same. Um, so all your big box stores are open, right? And uh, retail stores are open. Uh, now in-dining uh, restaurants. And I'm not, I know in my neck of the woods, I can't find a restaurant that is as large as my bowling center. That's 30,000 square feet. So if you want to use social distancing as a target point on how or why a, a facility is open, we feel that we're safer than a, a restaurant because our facilities are much larger and our ventilation is better because our ceilings are higher as well. Um, so now that masks are mandatory, we're really asking the question, what's it going to take to open up? You say masks work. We make everybody wear masks. Social distancing works. We can easily do that within our facilities. Where are we at? So then I am going to assume, because nobody can tell me, um, that it's the touch points, because that seems to be a hot button. It's the touch points. It's the rental shoes. It's the, the house balls that other people use. My response to them is this. What's the difference between a house ball and rental shoes and a shopping cart or a basket at a grocery store? We can sanitize these items. So give us an opportunity to open up 
and show you that we can operate safely. And Bo, if uh, if a member of the governor's team were to listen to this podcast, what's a, what are a few specifics that you that's part of that plan that you guys have? If centers were allowed to reopen, that they know that things will be safe, and and even frankly for the for the customers and for the bowlers out there, because of course we all want to get back out on the lanes everywhere, but we also want to know that we're going to be safe. Absolutely, you know we can start with uh, temperature checks at the door. A lot of businesses are doing that. Um, we have an amazing contract tracing with our league bowler base uh, because they they come bowl thirty weeks of the year, so we know who they are. If there's any issues with uh, with any type of uh, uh, super spreader, uh, but we'll, the social distancing, we can have placards on the floor. Uh, make sure that there's social distancing is met there. Uh, we have the plexiglass at each of the stations where you where you check in, whether it be the front counter to get your lane, the snack bar to get your food, or the bar to get your drinks. Um, we'll have sanitization stations throughout the center. Most everyone's already purchased all those. Uh, for those that want to have gloves, we'll have gloves available for them. Um, we have disinfecting wipes that will be available if they want to continue to wipe down the areas that they're, they're placed at. Um, we can provide social distancing for those families and groups uh, when they come in by separating a lane to the left and separating a lane to the right so that uh, uh, that six-foot social distancing is easily met. Um, all the products that are provided out of the the snack bar or the bar will be paper products, throwaways. We even have uh, throwaway shoe covers that we can utilize. So in all the elements of uh, any other industry, we can match. And again, our preparedness plan follows all the OSHA and CDC guidelines. Um, in the other 45 states have been following those same guidelines and they've had no issues. Bo, I'm curious, as you talk to other proprietors across the country and and other leaders across the country in the bowling industry. Have you heard, has there been any any trace of this to bowling centers specifically where places have reopened? Mm-hmm. I remember doing an interview with one of the centers, uh, one of the proprietors down in Georgia right after they opened and everyone was predicting doom and gloom and there was a lot of people giving him grief for reopening. But has there been any actual evidence that bowling centers are, are bad for, for this virus? There's been no evidence, and our national organization, the Bowling Proprietors Association of America, is keeping very strong tabs on anything like this happening. So uh, up, up to this day today, not one single super spreader incident has been attributed to uh, the virus being spread at a bowling center. Bo, I'm curious what the reaction has been in the industry. You guys have some major companies there in Michigan that are associated and in the bowling industry. You have some prominent professionals who call Michigan their home and reside there. Other companies around the country, around the world, frankly, have people been reaching out to you guys and and lending their support? Because in these situations, when more people start voicing their disapproval to what's going on, it really does start uh, getting the attention of the folks in power. Yes. Um, I would, I would, <clears throat> I would say yes that they have been very supportive throughout the whole country. Everyone has been. In fact, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, just got a text from Rick Hamlin now, who is trying to help organize a rally out there in California after seeing uh, the, what appears to be a successful rally that we had in my team yesterday. Um, so I've been communicating with him a little bit on how to go about doing that. 
so, but yes, the, the community through it, our bowling industry has been extremely supportive. Uh, yesterday, we, it, it, we one of the speakers was uh, the owner of Motive, Scott Wilbur, who got up and you know being very supportive. Uh, you had Turbo Two and One Grips in here located in Michigan uh, also has an opportunity to speak. So our vendors are being supportive. Cube KMF was represented at our rally yesterday, just to give you some ideas that the, the support is strong. Um, again, uh, the most frustrating part that we're all going through is the fact that no one knows the reasons why we're closed. And there was, uh, there was a comment by, I believe the head, um, the head health person in the, in the administration who has this generic statement every time something comes up to respond to things like our rally, it is we're following the science and the data. And we're asking, what is that science and data? Because we don't see any science or data that makes sense to us what you're referring to. Because, again, I just pointed out we haven't had one super spreader incident in any bowling centers in the 45 states that have been open. And in Michigan, I can guarantee you, we haven't even had one single positive case attributed to a bowling center. How do I know that? We're not open. Well, Where's the science? And then, Bo, as uh, many people are starting to at least put together and organize the fall leagues, that leaves the centers in limbo, too. Do, we, do you guys start organizing fall leagues in hope? you know, in hopes that you're opening or what, what's your advice for people out there and for centers, maybe in even the other States that aren't open yet. I mean, New York is another one, North Carolina, uh, Washington, uh, the state of Washington, and then uh, California as well. Well, you know, um, I, I think we've, our, our, our time is critical. And um, I would say not officially, but unofficially. And after 14 days, if we don't have communication with the administration, I do not fault a single proprietor who decides, hey, I'm just going to open up and let the chips fall where they may because my banker wants money. They're not telling me, uh, oh, we'll just, just, you know, wait, we'll, we'll, we'll see you when down the road when you get to open. They want their money. Our property taxes were paid this last week. Uh, one, one center had a sign at the rally that they paid $35,000 in property tax, and they have no income coming in. H how does anyone think that that's, that's going to sustain itself? And, and not only our industry, there's several other industries that are, are, are being challenged as well. But we're going to focus on our industry, and um, we just want answers. We want an opportunity to just sit down with the administration and say, what is it in your mind that we need to do to open up our facilities? We've laid out this detailed plan. Um, it's worked in 45 other states, provided by the BPAA. It follows all the CDC and OSHA guidelines. So communicate with us. Tell us what we need to do. If that's not satisfactory, what in your mind is satisfactory? And they may come back with unreasonable expectations to where we can't open up based on that, whatever it may look like. If I wanted to give an example, it could be, well, you can only open up at 25% capacity, masks are mandatory, uh, no one can use house balls or house shoes. That, that's too restrictive. And so at some point, we have to do what we have to do. Um, and hopefully with this lawsuit, um, since no one else has won in the state of Michigan against her, our, uh, the 
the deck is stacked against us a little bit. Uh, but I feel that since the last industry that filed lawsuit, a lot has changed. And I think the, the dynamics could be in our favor in getting a, a, a positive ruling for us to open up. Need to remind folks, BowlingThisMonth.com, bowling's best and most comprehensive technical resource all at your fingertips. Seeing lots of great articles. They cover everything on the website there. They have the ball reviews down your left-hand side. You can check out some of the latest and greatest new equipment that's out there on the market. Lots of great companies making good equipment these days. So once you do get back on the lanes, check all that stuff out. And also check out your articles, coaching tips, all sorts of uh, very good articles. Bill Semsrot and the crew there do a great job. So again, check out bowlingthismonth.com. Don't forget to also check out h5gbrands.com. They have your full assortment of masks you can get with all your uh, your favorite logos on there from the companies and ball manufacturers. So again, check all that stuff out at h5gbrands.com. If you're looking for a jersey, though, you want to go there. They have some great PBA replica jerseys, if that's what you're into. They also have, if they want to design you a jersey for this year, your team for a jersey this year for for your league that's going to be starting up, coming up here soon. Again, check out h5gbrands.com and use promo code ABOVE180. That will get you $20 off your order. Promo code ABOVE180. Check everything out at h5gbrands.com. They'll walk you through the process. No hidden artwork fees thousands of designs check everything out again h5gbrands.com and Bo, then my final question would be is there any any assistance out there that is being offered to these guys like you're saying you guys all just had your you know had your your tax payments due you got you know the banks want want their leases whether you're open or closed and the summer months like you said are usually a little little lighter for you guys anyway up in that part of the country true and uh there's been quite a few proprietors who've renegotiated their uh, situation with their bankers. Um, and I applaud them for that. And that's one avenue that a proprietor has. Um, some just are, are, are so far behind the, the eight ball that uh, doesn't matter to that particular banker. I, I understand that as well. And that's, those guys are, are the ones that are, that are most vulnerable right now. And uh, I just hope that uh, everybody can kind of hang on until this gets resolved um, for the entire industry, not only in Michigan, but throughout the other uh, five uh, states that are, that are uh, held down at this point. It, it's a shame. It's, there's no rhyme to reason. And uh, I think reasonable adults just want answers. That's what we're asking for. What, what, what would it look like? What would it take? Uh, help us out, have a communication, but to have no communication whatsoever um, it's just mind-boggling. Uh, I, I think that takes the the uh, the medical side or the pandemic side out of the equation for most people, and brings in the other element of politics. And we hate to see if that possibility is there. So let's not even bring it up. Let's let's get to the table and let's figure out a way where you're happy, we're happy. Um, the numbers look good here in Michigan um, <clears throat> as far as hospitalizations and deaths. The, uh, the cases, because we're doing more t- testing, has stabilized, uh, and, and it's only in the five 600 range where other states are in the five and 6,000, uh, but um, I applaud our governor keeping us safe in that regard, uh, but let's stay focused on the economy. $375 million <clears throat> impact we have here with 300 bowling centers and 10,000 employees. Let's get back to work. We can open safely. Give us an opportunity. 
And on that note, Bergergen, I want to thank you for being here on the Above180.com podcast. We're here to help. If there's anything we can do, please let me know. Certainly be willing to do that. And, uh, and all the best of luck to all the proprietors, frankly, in the whole country, because even the ones that are open, it, it's still a challenge for them making up for lost time. And, and uh, for you, you know, the five states, six states that aren't open now, it's, uh, it's an even more of a challenge. So if there's anyone out there who's listening and you are a proprietor, or you want to come on and share your story again, Tim at Above180.com is where you can reach me. And, uh, and I would certainly be willing to, to give you a platform or give more than one uh, proprietor a platform to share their thoughts on things as they try to, and we all, frankly, try to navigate through this uh, pandemic and, and keep everyone safe. So, Bo, again, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Tim, for giving me the opportunity to uh, share our story.